Hey, good morning, everybody. It's Pastor Lenny. And Pastor Lori. Hey, we are so blessed, so excited, so appreciative to God that we can get to share this time with you each time that we do. We love and appreciate you so very much, and we're thankful. we thankful for all that you do for this ministry. I mean that. We mean that from the bottom of our hearts. Any opening words? This is going to be a great day. Amen. (laughs) Until you get this. All right, get ready to blast off now. Get ready. Hold on to your seats. Yeah. We're going to dive right in. So we are in Colossians chapter 1. Now, I I believe... Only chapter 1 still. Yeah, I know. Only chapter 1. I think um, that we were doing verse 20, 21, 22, 23. But anyway, as we, we ended... And you brought to my attention um, a verse that we went over from the Passion Translation, and you really liked it. What, what verse was that again? It's 122. Verse Chapter 22. 1, verse 22? Mm-hmm. Okay. He released his supernatural peace to you through the sacrifice of his own body oh, man. as the sin payment on your behalf. He released his supernatural peace. So... That you would dwell in his presence. I, wait. <laughs> wow. <laughs> see? Do you see? The gospel of grace, new creation realities, the apostle Paul, Jesus released, the Father released. Not me. Right? Mm. Through his sacrifice, through his blood, the peace that would be necessary for us to be able to be in God's presence. Yes, and then it goes on. Go ahead. And now, and now, there is nothing between you and Father God, for he sees oh, you as holy, flawless, and restored. Oh, my <laughs> He goodness. sees us as holy, flawless, and restored. That's the only, ah. way, that's the only way he can see us. <laughs> This is, and it's all because of Jesus. You know, we keep we keep talking about it, but you need to. This needs to be part of your ear gate and your eye gate. I am, I can, and I have. Mm-hmm. So, Pastor Lori just read a portion of scripture, which basically says this is how God sees you. Wow. This is how God views you. We have to get to the point when with our minds, that they become renewed, right? So that we could live in the transformation to these truths and these realities, all right? Um, there's nothing left left for us to do. Mm-mm. What was that again? Read that again. That Because that's powerful. We, we have to, you have to get this truth. And now. And now. And now there is nothing oh, between you and Father God. For he sees you as holy, flawless, wow. and restored. So, so you see, the only way that you should be seeing yourself is, is the way God the Father sees you. That's right. Anything else is a lie. And you know, you talked to last time about the mirror, the mirror. This look is the mirror. The, this is the mirror. That's the mirror. And look in the, the mirror and talk about this mirror, who you really are. That's say the mirror. It, say Amen. It, say it. That's who you are. Mm-hmm. That's the truth. And God did it. Fully qualified. 
fully redeemed, fully reconciled, flawless, fully qualified, flawless, faultless. You need not do anything. Faith and believing in Jesus Christ. Now, we already established the fact that you're born again. You're born from above, born from above, born of the Spirit. You're a child of God, and you're led by the Spirit. And we talked about what that word led means. If you missed it, go back and listen to tomorrow. Um, but now I want to, that was verse, what verse was that? That was 23, right? 22. 22. 22. Okay, now. And then 22. And I want to look at verse 23. This is very important that you understand this verse. Actually, that was verse 21. <laughs> this, okay. But you talked about verse 22. And his fleshly body through death in order to present us before him holy and blameless. He did it. He did it so that he could present us before him. He did it so that he could pre present us before himself. Holy. This is amazing. This is all the work of God. This is for by grace are we saved through faith. It is all a gift. None of ourselves, none of works, lest any man should boast. This is beautiful. But now let's look at verse 23. If indeed you continue in the faith firmly established and steadfast and not moved away from the hope of the gospel that you have heard, which was proclaimed in all creation under heaven, of which I, Paul, was made a minister. Now, yeah, that was a lot of words. So that was verse 23. Okay. What does it say in the Passion Translation? It says, If indeed you continue to advance in faith, assured of a firm foundation to grow upon, never be shaken from the hope of the gospel you have believed in. And this is the glorious news I preach all over the world. Now, see, this leads me to Romans chapter 1. Okay. Verse 16, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it's the power of God unto salvation for all who believe. And what does it say now? For therein lies the righteousness of God. The, righteous, the righteousness of God. So as you, as you read these verses, you see that it's faultless and flawless because God has done it all. God did all the accomplishing. God... and. And Jesus Christ, through Jesus Christ, they accomplished it all. They did it all. Now, when we put faith in Jesus Christ, we instantly, instantly qualify. And that, that's period. That, that, that's powerful. Period. We qualify, period. But now, if indeed you continue in the faith, firmly established and steadfast, what, I'm going to ask you a question now, what do you think it means if you continue in the faith? If you continue in the faith, if you continue in the faith, firmly established and steadfast, what does that mean? Well, it certainly doesn't mean anything that I have to really do and, and et cetera. So if you continue in the faith, if you continue to believe who I really am, who Amen. we really are, if we continue Amen. to look in this mirror Amen. and believe. So what is he talking about there? Now, listen, you, you have to understand something. As I'm going through Colossians, I'm moved to Galatians. I'm moved to Romans. I'm moved to Corinthians. And let me explain something to you. When you are interpreting the word of God, there is the verse, right? Then there is the chapter. Then there is the book, okay? 
contextual hermeneutics, all right? But then there's also the author's overall thoughts and overall theologies. And so when you're reading something in Colossians, it has to match up with Romans. It has to match up with Galatians. It has to match up with Corinthians, with Philippians, because it has to match up with the author's doctrine, theology, position of grace. Mm -hmm. It's very important, you know, because, uh, because of translations, sometimes things are, are, are wrongly translated, and it doesn't seem like I am, I can, I have. And that's why you need to know the fullness of the Pauline revelation. And so what is he talking about there? Being firmly established in the faith? Well, what was he talking about prior to that? You're redeemed. You've been reconciled. You fully qualify. Holy. By his blood, you have been cleansed. You have been, you have been made to be free. You, you have, you have uh, um, sins and iniquities. He remembers no more. All right? Um, and so you remember all this and that it comes from believing in Jesus Christ. So this is what he's talking about. Stand firm. Stand, st stand steadfast in the faith. What faith? Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ for my righteousness. Jesus Christ for my righteousness. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God for salvation to all who believe, to the Jew first and then the Gentile, for therein lies the righteousness of God. Mm. For it is written, the just will live by his faith. His faith. Amen. So you, you stay firmly established, stay steadfast in the faith, and that means Jesus Christ, believing in him, not reverting back to the law or legalism or rules and regulations. And that's awesome. That's that's the gospel, guys. That's the gospel. Yay. So I'm telling you, ear gates, eye gates. I am, I have, and I can. And if you're listening to, and there's lots of wonderful preachers who love Jesus Christ out there, you know, but unfortunately, they may, they may be in mixture. They may be. Because unlike, you know, they might not fully grab hold of this truth that New Testament does not equal New Covenant right. and that we have to rightly divide and that through the, through, through the New Covenant works, the New Covenant, New, New Covenant books, there, there is, were periods of time where both covenants were, were being taught, were being, you know, were existing. Right. And so you have to rightly divide. And um, I have no idea where I was going with this. But, but anyway, we know the truth. Faith in Jesus Christ, faith only. For by grace are we saved by faith. It is a gift, not a work, lest anyone should boast. And that never changes. Never, ever changes. Always grace by faith. Always grace by faith. Always a gift. Never works. Never, never, never. Watch. Listen for those tells. You need to. You must. You have to. You have a responsibility. No. Jesus did. Jesus met all the responsibilities. Jesus was God's perfect sacrifice and perfect offering. Jesus. Now, we're moving on pretty quick here. So I want to bring your attention to one more thing here that the Apostle Paul said here. And that's verse 21. 
What does it say in the Passion Translation, verse 21? Verse 21 is, verse 20, oh, we're going back up, verse 21. Yeah, because it's something there that is okay. really important that I wanted to point out. Even though you were once distant from him, living in the shadows of your evil thoughts and actions, he reconnected you back to himself. He released his supernatural peace to you through the sacrifice of his own body as the sin payment on your behalf. All right, that's, that's two verses combined. Okay. But here, verse 21 in the New American Standard, it says, And although you were formerly alienated and hostile in your minds, engaged in evil, evil deeds, yet he has now reconciled you. This is how you know it's true and it's good when it comes to the Apostle Paul. He will never refer to your new life in Christ as being evil, evil thoughts, evil speaking, sin, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Whenever he talks about that, he mentions the former you, the former life, the former, the former state of being. He never equates it with the new. The new is always righteous, holy, blameless, sanctified, complete, perfected. Yep. All right? So this is why he says, and although you were formerly, you were formerly alienated, you were formerly hostile in your mind, you were formerly engaged in evil deeds, he will never put this in the present. He will never refer to you as a sinner. He will never refer, refer to you in sinfulness. Paul does not do that. And so again, the word of God is inspired. But if you have a translation that because of translators says something differently, know the truth of the Pauline revelation, new Christ realities, the two good to be true gospel of Jesus Christ. And I'm going to end with this. Remember, remember, etch this in your soul. I am, I can, and I have. I am, I can, and I have. And don't let religion tell you anything differently. Period. Amen. He's reconnected us back to himself. He did it. He, He reconnected us. And stay steadfast, firmly planted in that faith. In that. In that faith. Mm. Faith in Jesus Christ for righteousness. So again, guys, we just want to thank you for all you do for us. And I know many of you, you know, you bless us with, with your prayers, with, with, with your cards and letters and, 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 and messages. And, and many of you bless us financially, either with one-time gifts or, um, or, or the fact that you've become monthly partners. And real quick, if you like to give or become a monthly partner, you can do it simply by logging on to our website, all one word, newlifeministrymhv.org, or you can do it by text, our text to give feature, 845-250-6508. We love you, and we'll see you again. I don't know when, but it will be soon. Walk in your blessings, every one of them, they're yours.